everybody, welcome to Curly Girlies Cracking the Kid Code with Atara and Grace. I am Atara Torsky, founder of the Curly Girl Movement, author of the Curly Girly book series, and owner of curlygirly.com, spelled with two E's at the end of curly and two E's at the end of girly. And I am here with my amazing co-host and good friend, Grace Cross. Hi, Grace. Hi, Atara, and hi, everybody. I'm Grace Cross, and I'm owner of The Baby Spot, the world's only global parenting magazine. You could find us at thebabyspot.ca. Now, I am really excited to have our very special guest, Atara. Who do we have today? Grace, audience, we are excited to be talking to Liz Stern. Um, Liz Stern is the founder of Diva Moms. Diva Moms is a marketing company started by Liz that connects a wide community of moms, both to top marketers as well as to each other. Liz offers genuine down-to-earth advice about motherhood and marketing. Liz built her company organically by sharing her opinions in a genuine and relatable fashion. In the process, she has become an authority on modern day parenting. She lives in New York City with her husband and three children and has made countless TV appearances, including being on The Today Show, CNN, MSNBC, to name just a few. Welcome again, Liz. So happy to have you. So happy to be here. We want to hear a little bit about how you started Diva Moms, because I understand first and foremost, you were once a kindergarten teacher. That is correct. And in fact, my, one of my favorite students, it's funny how like the, small, the world is so round. One yes. of my favorite students, they were all my favorite, but one in particular, um, <laughs> is now my son's counselor at sleepaway camp. Oh my goodness. How amazing is that? Small world, right? <laughs> Very small world. Um, but getting back to how I started my business, I was I got pregnant and I had a few months off of maternity leave while I was teaching. And during that time, I remember um, my, my son was just a few months old and I went to a new mother's luncheon because at the time, that's all there was in New York City. Right. New moms, again, this was 15, over 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I remember leaving the luncheon and like a light bulb went off of my head and it was like kind of list, there has to be more for moms. Like, right. to, like and, and also let me just backtrack too. Um, my, right after college, right after Syracuse, I went back to NYU, got a master's in communications while I was working for Peggy Siegel in public relations. Okay. So my background, I think in everything from working in PR, special events to working with young children and working with parents is really what helped me solidify what Diva Moms was going to become. And it started out as just a blog and a community for moms, uh, new moms. And today we are not just for, today we're for all moms and not even all moms, for glamas and grandmas and aunts. <laughs> Everybody's it. included because everyone yes. wants to be Diva Fabulous. <laughs> yes. um, but, but, really, but really what happened was it was just like a light bulb that went off in my head. And I'll never forget, I came home. My husband was like, how was the luncheon? And I said, it was good and bad. He's like, well, what do you mean hmm. by that? I said, well, it was good because now I have a real clear sense of what I want to do with my career. And, oh, wow. And yeah, and the bad news is that I'm going to go back to school, but I'm also going to now try and launch a company. And he was like, how can you, you know, the bad news for him was like, how can you launch a company? You have no business background. You never took a business class. And the best advice that I tell everybody, um, you know, when starting your own business is have a real solid plan, like whether or not it's going to succeed or fail. It's not, you, if you don't try it, 
then you're never going to know. Exactly. And the worst that can happen is that you'll fail. And I said that to my husband, so it won't be successful. So, so right. what? I know I tried. At least and here tried. we are exactly. over 15 years later. Um, right. So it's been great. And it's good to fail at what you love, but in your case, it wasn't a failure at all. It's been a great success. Yes, but I will tell you this, and I tell all moms, I definitely made a lot of mistakes in the beginning, a lot of bumpy roads that were ahead of me, Um, but I will always share that wisdom with everybody who's starting their own business. In fact, moms that are mompreneurs that are always starting their own businesses reach out to me all the time and ask me questions, and I'm completely candid. I'm an open book because I would never want these moms to go through or make the same mistakes that I did. So that's also what I love about being, doing what I do is that I can also help other moms because there's a lot of information that they need It really is. Yes. Um, I'm loving the name Diva Moms. Tell us how you came up with that one. So originally, because the real name of the company is Divalicious Moms, D-I-V-A-L-Y-S-S-C-I-O-U-S Moms. Incorporating your name, right? Correct. <laughs> okay. So smart. That's so smart. Thank you. So we shortened it though to divamoms.com or divamoms just because it was so much easier because a lot of people couldn't spell the right. L-Y-S-S. So I just said, okay, just like with my name, Elissa, E-L, let's just make it shorter and simpler. Right. Keep it simple. Yes. <laughs> Always keep it simple. But to make a long story short, my son was also just a baby. And at the time I was shopping in the department baby department at uh, Barney's, New mm-hmm. York, here on Madison Avenue. And at the time, her name was Annalie Bassani, who's also a friend of mine still to this day, was the director of that divi- of that division, buying and all that other good stuff. At Barney's. Yes, at Barney's, okay. New York. And I'll never forget, she came up to me and Jackson, and Jackson, my son was in the stroller, and she said, Liz, you're so delicious. And oh. I don't know, I just thought it was so cute. And like, I don't no, just fun and whimsical. And I was like, that's the name of my company. I'm going to add the word moms to it because I want all moms to be delicious and feel good about themselves and just have fun because being a mother is so hard and so yes. challenging. And, you know, we have, and I just feel like what I always say is like, we're a community. We're here for each other because get rid of the stereotyping, get rid of the you know, this one's a bad mom, this one's a perfect mom, like just who cares, just be who you are and be the best version of that because some days are going to be so hard and sometimes or some days are going to be so great, but surround yourself with a group and a community of well-liked moms that can help you um, and that know that have your back that are not just judging you from the sidelines. Absolutely. And would you use that as the definition of what a diva mom is? I would say the definition of a diva mom is actually, it changed over time because my second book was Motherhood is a Beach. Yes. Which is B hashtag TCH. And we spell (laughs) out, we spell out the definition of what the today's modern day motherhood B hashtag TCH is, which is really now the same exact way that I feel about the diva mom philosophy. And my new website will be finally launching after 15 years, believe it or not, in <laughs> September. It's Yay! only taken me 15 years to, to do it. It's going to be worth gonna, the wait. I have a feeling. And we're gonna, Absolutely. Uh, we'll put it in our show notes too for our audience. So you can visit <laughs> the grand reopening. This is exciting. Yes. <laughs> yes. But um, so I guess the whole philosophy is of the diva mom of the B hashtag TCH is be the woman that you want to be. Don't lose sight of who you were before you were a mom. 
be that woman, be her even better, and just be strong, be confident, be empowered, and know that every day is not going to be rainbows and unicorns. It's going to be real. You're going to cry. You're going to be tired. But the next day, you're going to wake up, and we're going to give you ways to recharge and feel better because that's what motherhood is. I mean, it's every day. Like I always say, it's a roller coaster. There are lots of ups and downs and hopefully lots of ups more than downs. Yes. But every, and every day, um, just be the best that you could be and know that you're trying your hardest. Right. And maybe also take each day as it comes because every day is a new day and a new opportunity. Absolutely. Right? And I always say to moms, I, I mean, I, it's, it's funny. I said to somebody the other day, she called me, one of my friends, she's like, what are you doing? And I said, breathing. And she started laughing. <laughs> I like that. She's like, what's so funny? I, I, I mean, I said, what, you know, I said, what's so funny? She said the fact that like, you're just, you're breathing, like you're admitting. <laughs> <laughs> right. But you know, some days more than others, we need to take time we out for ourselves. Yeah. And it's really important to keep, to remind ourselves of that because I feel like so many of us are just, like I always say, we're juggling 101 balls at once, trying not to let one drop. And you know what? It's okay if one or two drop. Yes. Like we're not superheroes. I mean, I know everybody thinks we are and our capes are, you know, always strapped on and we yes. have our Wonder Woman helmet, you know, headbands on. But at the same time, we're, 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 we're moms and a lot of us are working moms and a lot of us are juggling a lot. So I give us all, all, all a um, big clap and an applause. Yeah. Well, I, I like um, the that notion of, you know, it's really also okay even to let our children see that we're not perfect and that sometimes our balls are dropping, right? And, and I hate, one of the words I hate is, and I just wish it was never invented for so many reasons, not it, just in the word perfect. Right. What, uh, what yeah, is got to go. Right. right. And why would anyone even want to be perfect? To me, How boring. Oh, it's the most boring and it's the most unoriginal and yes unique be you and like someone actually gave great advice to my 15 year old son the other day because he was saying something and it wasn't like every other kid would naturally say and my friend said to him you be you you do you and you right. know what yeah. i could not i love that and i love that for all moms as well simple and profound because you as a person this is my opinion and your website is a safe space for moms to be themselves and just to grow, you know, and feel their best selves and know it's okay not to be what society says it's perfect. You create your own best you. A hundred percent. And I also think too, and we talk about this a lot, you know, on TV and through different groups is that social media today and the pressure of social media. Oh, yes. Again, looking, you know, this mom, this celebrity mom, oh, she's on the cover of a magazine two weeks later after having a baby and she's in a G-string, you know, right? Like my stomach, my stomach three, my stomach 16 years, almost 16 years later. I I mean, I'm not going to tell you what it looks like. You know what? I'm proud of it. It is what it is. I put on a miracle suit at the beach and and a cover up and I'm great and I'm fine and I swim in the pool and no, I'm never going to be a size zero again, you know, two, four, whatever it is. Yeah. But I'm fine. I've come to a place where I'm fine with it. And where I'm fine with it now, also, many, many years, 45 years later, a place in my life uh, is my curly hair. Um, <gasps> yes. so we'll talk about that after. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that because that's how you and Atara met. You met at her book launch party. Is that right? Dylan's Candy Store. And how fun was that event you two 
Oh, it was it was amazing. You so really, great, really, really, really <laughs> did. You did a great event. Thank you. You're really proud of yourself. Of course. Thank you. Of course. You. Of course. So tell us about your curly girly because you know we're all about empowering those little curly girlies everywhere. So, so how you I will tell you all her. about my little curly girly. Um, she is five, and she loves her curls. Oh, and the so reason wonderful. she loves her curls is because this mama me has encouraged her from, I guess, the time she was one to know that she has beautiful curly hair and to read books like a Tara's book and to talk to her about, you know, what it means to have curly hair and to be proud of our curly hair and things we do for our curly hair because not everybody has straight Rapunzel hair that she would want, you know, she would put on her Rapunzel wig and her Elsa hair. (laughs) But really now that the fact that she's like five and a half and she really understands like that her curly hair is what makes her special and what makes her unique and she loves it and she's so confident about it. And now she she stands in the mirror and she puts her spray in and her, <laughs> puts her like conditioner in it. Um, and she also loves in the summertime, especially when I wear my hair really curly as well, because we talk about it. Like mom has curly hair. My daughter has curly hair. It's what makes us special. It's what makes us unique. I show her pictures of when I was younger and I had my curly hair, which something too, I feel like is very important as a parent and something I learned from my mother. My mother did not make me feel confident about my curly hair growing up. Okay. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so you really want to counter that in a positive way. hundred percent. And in fact, my daughter, um, she's very, you know, she's smart for her age, wise, wise behind, beyond her years, probably because she has two older brothers. She once said to me that, um, I guess my mom was babysitting and she said, Nana doll doesn't like my curls. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And I said to my, I called my mother the next day and I said, you need to make, you need to, you need to like, you're not, I'm not going to let you see her because you're not going to let, you're not going to do to her what you did to me and about feeling bad about my curls. And so the next time you see her, you're going to tell her how beautiful her curls are, how amazing her curls are, and that you love mommy's hair when it's curly. Yes. She did. did. And the next time my daughter's like, oh, she smiled and she was so happy. And now she FaceTimes my mom in the car and she always shows her her headbands and says, look at my curly hair, Nana doll. And my mom, you know, loving it and wow. she's so happy. And, but we've really come a long way in my you family. Have, That's great. That's you've a- put a stop to a cycle um, and empowered both your beautiful curly curly, but also your mom to realize how fabulous curly hair can be. Exactly. And, and that, and really, and it's funny because now my mom will say to me, like she'll, I post sometimes pictures of her curls and I'll write, I see spot one curl, curly girly. <laughs> and my mom will call me. She's like, oh, that picture, her curls are just, and they really are. They're beautiful. <laughs> the way that they fall in her face. And oh. she, it's, it's become really a part of her. And yes, all her friends have straight hair. Right. Yep. Um, but this is what deaf, this is what defines, not, I don't want to say defines her, but this is what makes her unique and stands out from all her friends. And, and it's one of the things that define her. So it right. might not be the only thing, but it's certainly one of them. One and of the know, many. Right. And Grace and I always say that um, it's so important how we speak to our children and, and changing their inner dialogue and also important um, that they're mimicking what we do and how we feel about ourselves and in this case about our hair. So the fact that you've been able to impart that love of her hair because you're embracing yours is really everything. 
Oh, it is. So and true. it's super, super important. Yeah. It absolutely is. You know, um, Atara and I always say, especially with our curly girlies, the curly hair is the crown on a lovely little girl's head. And not only does she have this beautiful crown, but Liz, you crowned her that moment you gave her that confidence to love her beautiful hair for just what it is, this gorgeous cascading curls. And and I'm telling you, when I see her, and sometimes I'll like have my husband come in. I'll be like, look what she's doing because it's so she's oh. in front of this mirror and she is just bopping around. She's <laughs> be and she's playing with her hair and she's put you know making the curls tighter and she's putting headbands in. It nothing makes me happier or prouder to see this because I didn't have that as a child and to see her happy, you know, with those curls to me is just such a beautiful. Like just, it's, it's everything to me. And to me too, hearing the story, like it warms my heart. And I know that our audience is going to just really relate to that because a lot of people have been put down for their curly hair or maybe looks or, um, you know, there's been a lot of uh, people are fat shamers, fat shaming, people, yeah. you know, so many different things. So we could see like, especially with this story that this, um, this type of behavior has ended and now you have crowned your little curly girly to go out in the world and inspire more. Yeah, a hundred percent. And to feel good about it and to understand yes. and not to be, again, uh, to this day, I'm 45 and I'm first really like the past few years, I've got so much better. Now I really go out in public with my curly hair. I'm proud of my curly hair, but for so long, I was so insecure about it. Right. Um, about the frizz and about the curls and that I didn't fit in with my hair because when it wasn't straight because everybody else had straight hair. And now, oh gosh, when it's curly, I'm I'm proud. I let it loose at the beach. Everybody stares at me and I'm like, yep, right. that's my hair. That's <laughs> my hair. <laughs> and, and everybody and everybody's like, how do you get hair like that? I'm like, I'm born with it. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> so, yeah. So we just need to work on more curly, girly role models, I think. Um, yes. You know, for, for, our, for our girls yes. everywhere. Uh, in fact, I think recent, I want to say like last year, there was a big article. I don't know. It was it Vogue or New York Magazine. I forget mm -hmm. which one. It was about curls or back in. Mm -hmm. And I remember saying to myself, when were they not back in? Right. Exactly. They've been in forever. Now that, yes, now you have some supermodels that are, you're letting their hair go curly or you're putting curly wigs on them or whatever it may be because you're making it now cool to have curly hair. Uh-uh-uh. It's always been cool to have curly hair. Right. We should always be celebrated because we have curly hair. And that's the end of the story. Exactly. We don't need permission to be told that curly hair is fabulous. It, yes, and it's fabulous all year round. And, all year round, every year. And let me tell you something. My son, um, this is, I don't know if I shared the story with you, but I'll share it with you really quickly. My first, my oldest, all, all three of my boys have, all, sorry, all three of my children have very curly hair. Um, my middle son, he loves his curls. He, he just loves them. It also, he embraces them. It's what makes him different, unique. And he's known, he is also known for his curls. Make a long story short though, we didn't have such a great response with my older son. Okay. He had gorgeous curly hair up until the time he was seven. And I'll never forget, he came home from camp one day and he said, mom, you have to take me to the barber. I have to get a haircut. Oh. I said, okay, why? Just want, I want all my curls off. I want to take all my curls off. I just don't want curls anymore. Make oh. a long story short, um, I did what he wanted. And we yeah. went to the show. I mean, started little by little, but eventually the curls came off and he's going to be 16 and they're really still very little curls. And anytime it gets super curly, he goes and cuts it off. 
But with that being said, I'll never forget. It was about, so this happens in the summer. It was around the same time, like June, now, oh, sorry, July. Mm-hmm. And about December, I'll never forget, we were having family dinner. It was Friday night. And all of a sudden, my son, six, seven at the time, started crying. And he just was crying. And I said, what's wrong? What's wrong? Right. He said, I, I lied to you. And I want to tell you the truth. Oh, wow. I said, well, about, okay, well, about what? The reason that I wanted to cut my hair. It wasn't because I was so hot at camp. It was because everyone made fun of me in the pool. Wow. They all made fun of my hair. Oh, and my wow. heart just sank into, and I remember just hugging him and coddling him and taking him over to the couch and just having a heart-to-heart conversation with him and making him realize that they were just, the boys were just jealous of his cur- beautiful curls. Absolutely. And that, you know, their gift and they're so special and makes him special. But, you know, I wish I had gotten to him sooner because I right. never I thought it was going to be an issue because he had these beautiful curls. And, right. But the kids got to him and I guess hopefully one day he'll Yes, his confidence obviously grows throughout the years. And now he's so much better about it, but I just think he likes it short now because he right. doesn't want, yeah. But, you know, it's interesting how even boys can For be sure. so mean. I was just going to say that it, it is, it's often actually overlooked the notion that boys could get bullied for any part of their appearance. But I, I get countless emails from moms of boys saying my my child and my son has been bullied because of his curls. So I I know firsthand that that's absolutely true. Um, And and it's something, again, it's all about changing their inner dialogue when they're really, really young. Um, Absolutely. And then they grow up loving their hair and everything else. So... That that's where we as moms and as a society really have to make make an impact. A hundred percent. And I think it also really stems, I mean, I, I, tr- I truly know this and I believe it. A lot of it stems from the home. Um, yes. And I think parents really need to spend a lot more time with their kids, explaining to them about kindness, about, you know, being a good person, about not making fun or bullying other children because right. they're different. Um, and I think that it takes time, but I think that parents need to be more involved as far as that goes, because as they grow up, you know, they, 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 I don't want to say turn into mean kids, but in the beginning of time, the first several years of their life, when they're first really starting to understand about kindness and goodness, I think it's extremely important and to read them books about being different, about what it means to be different and that not everybody is the same and not everybody's going to have straight hair and not everybody's going to. So I think it's very important from the parents level as well. I think that's so true. You know, my 11 year old boy, I think you'll both appreciate this. He came home one day from camp and he said to me, you know, mommy, um, a boy in my bunk made um, a very inappropriate racist comment. And, and he said, and I said to him, that's not okay. And he looked at me and he didn't even seem to know what I was saying. And then my son says to me, you know what I realized, mommy, it wasn't from him. It was coming from his home. That's what he heard in his home. Terrible. But what I thought was so important about that. picked up on that. Well, and that, right, that he realized it, it. I mean, of course, this child shouldn't be saying anything inappropriate, but that he's just a child. It's coming from somewhere else. And that's a hundred percent. Right. It has to start with us as a society and as parents. We have to teach them 
my 15 year old, my son is so funny. He says, because I always say sometimes to him when he tells me about kids that are mean and blah, 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 I'll say they're raised by wolves. I mean, oh, I yes, don't think yes. that I, I truly don't think that some of these kids are being raised by parents. <laughs> and, and if they are, I'm saying then the parents aren't doing a good job with parenting because the things, you know, we need to start early with our, teaching our children right from wrong. So true. So true. Absolutely. And to be kind and kindness is confidence. A hundred percent. Kindness, everything. And I think that these kids see kids that are maybe a little more sensitive or a little more, I don't want to say weaker, but those are the kids though that they attack and they go after and they don't stop. Right. And I think that if we as a society, exactly as a whole, teaches about kindness and teaching our children that not everybody is the same and that's okay and that we shouldn't make fun of um, and bully. And I know the word bully today, you know, it has so many different definitions of what actually is bullying. Right. But to me, if, if somebody is, is, is telling your child over and over again, something that's not making them feel good that's or it. not making them feel confident, that's bullying. That's it. You're a hundred percent right. So, and let's also bear in mind, like the bullier is really, that's coming from an unhappy place in that child. Well, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And that's what sometimes we forget. Yes. Um, and then I, I remember too, with my son explaining to him that, you know, the reason not that I, uh, he was bullied, but the bullies, sorry, the bullies that were bullying him. Yes. How do I, I'm, I'm not making it. Let me, no, no, let me you're saying it, it right. <laughs> like, uh, have Children something going doing the bullying right yeah there's something going on at home or exactly. something like that then it's not necessarily it's not you right. it's their insecurity for whatever reason exactly. i i mean i'll never forget my son he's a i don't he's a good ball player he loves to play ball baseball is his thing yeah and some of the other boys would tell him how awful he is he's it, you know he's never gonna play college ball and he's never and i said you know what i said you again you just be you keep you keep in your own lane forge ahead and do not listen to what they have to say the naysayers because there's something obviously going on within them and perhaps they don't feel that way about themselves but it Absolutely. is not you and they see this amazing young man making it and so happy and making it look so flawless i can only imagine what a bully's home looks like when they come home and what they hear from their parents every night that they go to school and attack people right. who are great and who are kind and for me my philosophy is kindness is confidence and i mean we could all agree here that we need more kind people on this planet yes oh <laughs> I know. which goes I mean, back to your point grace we need people to love who they are and then they yes. will be kind and they'll be kind. And we have to treat kindness as a gift instead of as a, a way to kind of blow off steam and use these people as a punching bag. And, you know, that's what your site is about, Liz. It's really giving moms who feel like they've been the punching bag of friend circles, of the parent-teacher associations they're a part of, of, uh, you know, coaching a kid's uh, baseball team. They can go to your site and they can feel like a star. Oh, absolutely. And hopefully um, my co-author and I are in the midst of finishing up a pilot um, with season one. We've written all the seasons. Oh, sorry. We've written all the shows out, the episodes. Ooh, so oh, wonderful. We'll, exciting. We'll, yeah, yeah. So we'll see, but we're going to go out and shop it hopefully uh, this year. 
But it's all about, it's based upon, again, my second book, Motherhood is a B, hashtag TCH. And everything that you just talked about is in this show. And I oh, hope that- I hope that we do sell it because I think so many moms are going to relate to this show. Well, I'm going to be watching and I'm sure our audience will be watching. They, Somebody's going to take this show. Yeah, and we're so going to root for you, Liz. I hope so. <laughs> but did you, like, have you guys watched the show Better Things? Do you know that show on FX? I, I have not, no. Check it out. It's great. Um, again, it's just about a mom and her life and her three kids, at, but it's very real. It's very authentic. And her character is just something, someone that you can relate to because it's just, I think we need more real, authentic types of TV shows, of course, with comedy and dramedy, um, (laughs) but that are real and that give, that make moms feel like we're not alone. We're all in this together. Right. Oh, I I feel very empowered by this conversation. And I know that our audience just needs uh, more lists in their life. Um, It's it's true. (laughs) It really is. Feel fabulous and to own yourself. If I could describe what you're doing, it's just own yourself with so much pride. Um, Liz, we have to um, wrap up, but it has been such a joy having you on. We have to have you on again. Yes. Absolutely. We want to continue hearing about all your great adventures, which I think are making an impact for moms and, and their children everywhere. So a hundred, a hundred percent. I would be glad to come back. I have a lot more to talk to you Wonderful. about. Wonderful. We'll schedule. <laughs> and um, I look forward to listening to this. And I'm going to tell all my friends to listen oh, to it. My mom can you. listen to this. So thank you, thank you for having me on. Thank and you for coming. Will, and thank you for being you, both of you. Oh, oh thank both right real. back at you're you. Both authentic. You're fabulous. <laughs> Oh, you're both the definition of a diva mom. <laughs> oh, yay. We got it, Atara. We did it. We've been crowned. Thank you so much. Yes. Thanks, audience, for listening. We'll catch you again soon. Bye for now. Bye, Bye for now. Bye.